In this next section, we're going to look at problems that we would not have been able to do before because of the nature of the function. And in order to look at these new derivatives, I'd like to review composite functions for a minute. Recall that if we let f of x equal 2x to the fourth plus 8x, and we let g of x equal x squared, could we find f of g of x and also g of f of x? So this is a review from composite functions in section 1.2. So take a minute to pause and evaluate f of g of x and g of f of x for any x, not for, say, x equals 3 or anything. And then come back and we'll see what we can do with those after that. So to evaluate f of g of x, that means our input for the function f is going to be g of x. So our input is going to be x squared. And you may recall in your book it makes a box like this. And you have your first input x into, in this case, the function g of x. The output would be whatever you got by plugging x into g. And so you'd have your input is x, the function is the g function, and then the output is g of x. Then if we want to do a composite, now plugging g of x into f of x, that looks like this. You have a second box, in this case the f box. It's like a machine, just like um, in your kitchen, it's an, an appliance. The one appliance maybe is like a Cuisinart that chops things. The next appliance maybe is a steamer. So between the two, you have your dinner. But here, we've got g of x as an output into f. This is the second thing we're doing. And so our output is f of g of x. So if you think about it in terms of an input going into one operation and then getting an output and then that output going into the next operation, then your final output is the composition f of g of x. So our first input technically is x, but we hardly ever even think about that one for too long. When we go back here to take our g of x, it's already done for us, isn't it? g of x is x squared. So if x were 3, we would square 3. Then we would want to plug the result, 9 in that case, in for f up above, right? So if x were 3, you'd have 3, and then squared is 9. And then you'd plug 9 in for x to the fourth and x, and then you do the multiplication, right, the order of operations. If we just leave it a general x, then whatever x is, we square it. That's our new input for f. So I take my f of x function, 2 times input, The input is x squared. If you always put the input in parentheses, that'll usually help you. So parentheses x squared, g of x. Whatever my input is for f, I have to raise it to the fourth power, plus 8 times. Again, my input, instead of x, I'm now using the output from g. So I'm using x squared. So we can simplify this, and we get 2x to the which? If you take x squared times itself four times, I know I've done this 
somewhere in the videos, but in case you weren't with us on that one. Don't be afraid to write out what it means. X squared times X squared times X squared times X squared. So we have X to the eighth. Two plus two plus two plus two is eight, or you can do multiplication when you raise an exponent to a power. So X to the two times eight. So we have two X to the eight plus eight X squared. Going the other way, G of F of X, will we get the same thing? Not necessarily, right? So G of F of X, now I'm going to take f of x first. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to plug in x into the f function. So the opposite of the drawing we did right here. Instead of x into g, it would be x into f. Then our output is going to be f of x. Then we're going to take that because it says g of f of x. And we're going to plug it into the g function. And then our output for everything will be f of x inside, g of x outside, g of f of x outside. So our first thing is we plug x into f, then we take that result and plug it into g. So going back to the formulas, f of x is 2x to the fourth plus 8x. So that's my result when I plug x in. So I'm going to take that entire thing, I'm going to put it in parentheses, And then that's my input for the g function. Now the g function says, whatever your input is, square it. So it's a good thing I put this in parentheses, right? Because I'm going to take that entire input and I'm going to square it. Now we could leave it like this, or we could rewrite it, correct? So before I do that, let's talk about the next step. The next step maybe, might be, to find the derivative of this composition of functions. We are in chapter three, right? And I said that I would be showing you some new rules for differentiation. So what if we wanted to find the derivative of this? If we want the derivative with respect to x of 2x to the eighth plus 8x squared, we just can do it using the general power rule and the sum rule, right? We have 2x to the 8th, the derivative is 16x to the 7th plus 16x. And that was the derivative of f of g of x. Now if we want the other derivative, if we want the derivative, and I'm going to write it generally first, Derivative with respect to x of g of f of x. That's equal to the derivative with respect to x of 2x to the fourth plus 8x quantity squared. Now, can I find this derivative in this form so far? No, I would need to square this out, wouldn't I? I would need to either write it twice and foil it or use the shortcut for squaring. So I need to rewrite. So I will have the derivative with respect to x of 2x to the fourth squared is 4x to the eighth plus 
I take the product of the two terms, 2x to the fourth times 8x is 16x to the fifth. But then what do I do with that? I double it, right? You have 16x to the fifth and another 16x to the fifth, so you have two of them. Plus 8x squared is 64 x squared. Sorry, 8x quantity squared is 64x squared. So if I simplify that a little more, then I can differentiate. I have 4x to the 8th plus 32x to the 5th plus 64x squared. Now I can use the general power rule with the sum rule, and I get a derivative of 32, 4 times 8, x to the 7th, 1 less than 8, plus 32 times 5, well, 2 times 5 is 10, 3 times 5 is 15, plus 1 more is 16. So I have 160, x to the 4th, 1 less than 5, plus 64 times 2 is 128, x to the 1st. So there's my derivative of the composite function. Notice that my derivatives are not the same because my composite functions were not the same. If you take g of x first and then f of x, you get 2x to the 8th plus 8x squared, and then the derivative just follows from there. If you take the f first and then the g, then you get a different function right here, and its derivative is also different. So both of these we were able to do by first you know, plugging in the right functions for the inputs. And then if we wanted the derivative, if someone asked us for the derivative, we could find them, find the derivative either directly or by rewriting first. But suppose we can't rewrite first, or suppose rewriting first would make us crazy. Um, Then wouldn't it be nice to have a shortcut? So let's look at a function that would not be as nice to rewrite and then go from there. 